All right. Earlier in the show, if you remember, we started a long time ago before we got off on many different topics, which is the beautiful thing about this show. It's what I love, so don't get me wrong. Uh, but we started talking about the fact that uh, when it comes to permanent residents opting for citizenship in Canada, the trend is distinctly down. Uh, not nearly as many permanent residents go all the way and become citizens as they used to. And the guest that we had on, who works with different immigrant organizations, says that um, you know part of that is we just don't we're not as attractive, we don't have as much opportunity. There's lots of different reasons, but one of them he identified is perhaps we don't do a good enough job of capitalizing on the, um, I guess you could call it a resource that immigration provides us. Um, we, we entice the best and the brightest to come here, and that's who we encourage to come here, and they do. And then they have a lot of barriers to you know finding opportunities commensurate with their skills and their experience. So... Um, that's something that we can work on. And our next guest fits nicely into that conversation. Um, and he's sort of saying the same kind of thing. He's hoping that more opportunity will present itself to people like him uh, and continue to make great strides in different fields, following in his footsteps. You know, but there's a lot of work to be done. This is a perfect conversation for us to spin off into with Dr. Charles Odami Ankara, who is a senior product development specialist. Global Analyzer Systems. Um, doctor, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing very, very well. Thank you so much for joining us. To just start, um, congratulations. <laughs> Tell us about your recent success and the patent you were granted. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I think um, a, few, a few years ago, um, I got started with Global Analyzer Systems, and, uh, and this company primarily deals with how to measure pollutants better. In Alberta, as you know, Alberta has the strictest uh, laws of governing emissions to ensure that uh, we keep a clean air for everyone. And global's uh, uh, expertise is to make sure that these uh, pollutants are measured correctly and accurately, as to help in, uh, in the revisions of existing policies and stuff like that. And one of the pollutants, which is very toxic to humans, mm. uh, is nitrogen dioxide. It, guess where it comes from? It comes from our cars um, and all combustion sources. And measuring it accurately with existing technology has been a little bit of a challenge because the, some component of the existing technology over, potentially overestimates the actual levels of nitrogen dioxide we have in air. So previous uh, attempts have been made to fix this uh, um, error in measurement. Gotcha. We decided to set out to solve it. And through the hard work and dedication of the team here, we were able to create something magical that has never been done before, right here in Calgary, Alberta. Okay, so your device can detect nitrogen dioxide. How do you anticipate this could be used? I mean, obviously, there's there's no end of ways, right? Yes. I, I mean, first and foremost, honestly, if you ask me, I want to see this be used first and foremost in Alberta, in all the ambient monitoring shelters, to improve the existing monitoring te uh, technologies that we have to ensure that, hey, we are leading the way. If we create something, we need to use it first around the world and, and lead the path so that everyone will know that hey, Alberta is really, really into technology. That's the first thing I want to see. And around the world, around the globe, as it stands now, uh, as you know, climate change has become a big issue. And they're trying to understand why is it that most models cannot predict these molecules 
presence accurately on the surfaces. And it is harming us every day. It's responsible for a lot of sicknesses. We know the problem, and the problem is our inability to measure it accurately. So if we are able to measure accurately, you'll be able to build better policies to control and, and, and eliminate it eventually. Um, tell us about your background, because this is the other aspect of this conversation that's so important. Yeah. I mean, this journey to where you are now started a long time ago, far away, right? Origin you're from Africa originally. Yes, I'm from Africa. I'm from Ghana. I did my, my undergraduate studies in Ghana. And I got a full scholarship to move to the United States of America to do my master's program. Mm -hmm. So right after I was done, I, I got another scholarship to, Can to Calgary, University of Calgary, yeah. to read my PhD in air quality studies. And that's what I did. And when, about four or five months before I, I, I finished my pro program, I was introduced to, to this company doing something very amazing and trying to solve questions, and they were focused on solving questions, and that piqued my interest. They embraced uh, me and brought me on board, and they, uh, they said, let's do research. We're going to do research. And one thing led to the other. So one, I, I was prepared. I got myself educated. Two, the, um, the small business was ready to allow somebody with a diverse background and the right expertise to, to come on board. To, 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 to do the work they do to, to ensure that we are able to serve uh, the community better. So I see a two-way approach, uh, approach where we have opportunities available for those who are trained. Mm -hmm. If global analyzer systems didn't have the desire uh, to do this, that wouldn't have been a good fit for them, and this wouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. It sounds to me like yeah. you, the way it worked for you is sort of a, a textbook example of how it should work all the time and everybody wins. But I'm wondering, in your experience, your time, let's talk about your time in postgraduate school at the University of Calgary. Was there a lot yeah. of people that looked like you? I mean, are we affording those opportunities? When I started, no. When I started, I would say yeah. I didn't see a lot of people like me. But personally, I made a personal decision to talk to most other professors and, and tell them that, hey, I know these brilliant, brilliant kids who are looking for postgraduate opportunities. And, and say, I can tell you before I left the University of Calgary five years later, the Department of Chemistry has one of, had one of the largest African students uh, enrolled in its postgraduate program. So sometimes it is people not knowing what right. is out there. People do not understand the background. And you know what's interesting? Um, I, I applied for some professional designation. They didn't even recognize my undergraduate degree from Ghana, which was, which was a shame. Really? I, I did a whole four years. I came here and it's like, oh, we consider what you did from the U.S. and, 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 and here in Calgary. <laughs> and I'm like, what about what I did in Ghana? That was the basis upon which I was granted admission and got a scholarship. But when you come into the real world, you, 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 those of us first immigrants, you see a situation where your, your credentials are not transferred and, and, and recognized. And that has been a huge barrier yeah. for a lot of professionals immigrating to Canada and some of the frustrations that people face. And when people get too frustrated, they lose interest in Canada. And that's exactly what we're talking about. And then the other piece of the puzzle here, Doc, is, is like you say, it's the educational component, but also it was a small business that sort of brought you on and, and championed you. I mean, that yeah. was the other piece of the puzzle that, that made this success happen, correct? 
Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it's a small business, and I can see that the current government is really pushing small businesses to thrive. And I, I have been a beneficiary of how small businesses can attract high talents trained in Alberta uh, instead of us allowing all these talents to leave the province. Why are we not retaining them? We are looking for talents all over the world to come. What about those that we are training and letting them go? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's stories like yours, I think, that sort of shine a light on the successes that can happen and, and, and the good that can be done by sort of opening it up. And like it's the education, it's the opportunity, it's the business, it's everybody sort of working together and, and, and capitalizing on the resource, to put it really crassly, but we all see how the benefits pay out at the end. This is exactly what we want to see. Absolutely. That is what we want to see. We want to see um, uh, a business climate, an academic climate where inclusion it's at its core focus because when you, I was talking to the president of Global Analysis yesterday, and he said, "This is where magic happens when you allow people with different cultural backgrounds, yeah, different training to come together because everybody can see the same problem from a different perspective, and that is where solutions come from." So um, I, I do believe that our better opening up and, and, and inviting talented individuals from around the world. It's going to create a magical environment for innovation, for technology, uh, for for good job, good paying jobs, and 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 transform this province into uh, something beautiful. Everybody will want to come to. Doc, uh, thank you so much for joining us. It's sharing stories like yours. I think that provide the example for people to follow. So I'm I'm so thankful that you took time to join us today. Thank you very much, Shay, and then have a wonderful uh, time. And thank you for inviting me onto your onto your show for listeners to hear from from me, yeah. uh, from an immigrant uh, who came here and is making an impact. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much, Doctor. I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good one. That is Doctor Charles Odami Ankara who is a Senior Product Development Specialist at Global Analyzer Systems Limited, just received a patent for a nitrogen dioxide detector. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.